Wheeze. The young woman sounds like a baby, smiling, cooing, like a child delighted to see her mother and scared of death. Grease streaks her hair. I grip her wrist, her coat. Daughter, I'm going to die, I tell her. But in other words, I don't even understand the words I'm saying. I answer her questions, but I can't breathe. They've got masks on me I want to take off. I reach up to claw at them to save my face from the smothering lies, but the student grabs my hand. You need this to breathe, they try to say to me. Why should I wear a mask before God? We all die of lung failure. The patient had the same name as a pimp I knew, only with an A at the end, a beautiful name that required rolling your tongue in the musical sound that makes Spanish the red and black romantic rows of languages. We got the call when I was upstairs with another patient, and we went to see her as a whole team, who, by now you know, the thick, tree-like resident with the golden cell phone, the goateed male medical student with his hands perpetually in his pockets, and a TV villain smile, the greasy foreign girl who wore the same long green dress every day and rarely wore underwear, and the rotund attending pulmonologist who ran the ICU. He was a jolly, if very brash, man. The physician community in Puerto Rico still bears that tightly knit brotherhood that the U.S. lost somewhere. Every time another specialist passed, the pulmonologist would say to his underlings very loudly, And when I'm grown up, I'll be a... Insert specially of the guy passing by here. In those days, my road to work passed vibrant flamboyant trees with fluffy, feathery pistols protruding from long red flowers licked by shimmering jade hummingbirds. I still cry at the sweet memory, the sense of roadside empanadas and tostones mixed with the dead iguana on the road, the occasional McDonald's, and my own floral-perfumed sweat. There, the heat seemed to come from a sun that just loved me too much. The sun here just seems vengeful. But there, not here, is where our patient with the lovely name grew up. There, to get to the pediatric clinic, you had to drive along the edge of the beach where deep crystal blue waves hushed and sang at the feet of shacked restaurants filled with laughter, watery medalla beer, and rich salty yellow plantain volcanoes stuffed with meat cooked in red wine. I could go for a mofongo. There, between the sea and the gentle-breasted mountains licked by sweet light rains and pounded by penetrating dark-skinned thunderstorms, where deep green verdant verdes dazzled her brown eyes every day with their vivid wash, there she was kissed with both births. Inside my cold then hot, baked, smelling hospital, our team heard her lovely name. The old hospital had nine floors and a warm, white-tiled stairwell, slowly turning yellow, and elevators that made me hungry. By myself, I would have taken the stairs. Today, our team commandeered an elevator. I called her lovely name as we found her wheeled hospital bed in the middle of the overcrowded emergency room. So crowded, we had tiny curtain pods instead of rooms, and only one person could sit at a time. No one sat with the woman of the lovely name. She gripped my arm, gasping, deep ridges above her clavicles with each inspiration. Ayudame! Help me! she repeated. She clawed at the oxygen mask on her face. I can't breathe with this on. No, mommy, you need this to breathe. I cradled her and did not understand what she called me, but I understood the fear and confusion in the mind as disheveled as her black and gray hair streaked like lightning every which way. Her breathing wheezed, and I think it gurgled, too, as her eyes looked past me at something beyond me. It was not quite the terror of my little brother's hallucinations, but I recognized the glassy eyes, my gut constricted like her closing lungs. She was looking into another world. 
We admitted her to the hospital, and she was dead within a day. My movie character, med school companion, was the one who told me in a low, that's too bad, kind of voice. He had a reserved, regretful day, way of dealing with death, like our resident supervisor. She was the first one for whom I did not sit down to cry. When they leave me alone, when I get upstairs to the big, cold hospital rooms with the story-high curtains, I remove the mask. It's smothering my soul. Then here comes the nurse to put it on again, and the student visits me to listen to my lungs. All the students, all the doctors, have masks and tubes, too, but theirs are invisible. Oh, don't they know? I don't want to die. Finally, on a busy shift after some minutes of hacking chest pain, I managed to make the mask stay off, and my soul can breathe. Thank you for listening to this episode of Death and the Doctor. I'm Jen Finelli, the licensed physician voice behind um, the series. Mental health care is very important to me because of the only personal trauma that I have dealt with and because of the impact I've seen on my patients. So if you or a loved one are at risk, um, the phone number for the suicide helpline is 1-800-273-8255. Or for the crisis text line, you can text HOME, that's H-O-M-E, or Hotel Oscar Mike Echo, to 741-741 in the U.S., or 686-868 in Canada. I also went ahead and, along with the Emergency um, Exit Podcast Network, we've gone ahead and affiliated with BetterHelp.com. In these current times, it can be difficult to go out to find a therapist, and a lot of times people's insurance doesn't always cover what they need. There are cheap and affordable uh, therapist options at BetterHelp, and like I always tell my patients, if you need to fire your therapist and pick another one, you always can. You always should take care of picking the therapist that's best for you, but if you would like to take advantage of our 10% offer, um, we do have a special link for you at has offers tracking.betterhelp.com slash s h d y that's has offers tracking.betterhelp.com slash s h d y so that link is also going to be in the description of every episode so one more time in order to get 10% off of your teletherapy so that you can take care of yourself effectively um, please go to hasofferstracking.betterhelp.com slash S as in Sierra, H as in Hotel, D as in Delta, and Y as in Yankee. And that's has offers tracking with an S. I really hope that you find that helpful. And if not, do what you need to do to try to find care in the area near you. It's also always a viable option if you have a well-trained chaplain um, or you have a well-trained school counselor sometimes they can get you the help that you need as well. Every single person, whether a counselor or a pastor or a school counselor or a therapist, can sometimes be hit and miss because the evidence shows that the biggest thing that makes a difference for patients actually getting better is if you have a good rapport with the therapist. So if it's not working, get a different one. It's okay. A professional isn't going to be offended. What I like about being able to use betterhelp.com as you have an enormous network of therapists all over the world that you can use to help you out. Um, it is a U.S.-based company, and while I can't 
give you some kind of insurance referral or anything like that to them. This affiliate link is a great way to both support the show and do what you need to do to make sure that you're healthy to be able to help other people. Thank you very much for listening to the show and have good adventures. Adventures.